Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl Rachel Rill coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give validation and support and encouragement to individuals who have found themselves in what they believe is a narcissistic relationship. You might be currently just um, just going through, you know, going through. It's that time of year and I am out here. The wind is probably blowing. I have a YouTube channel now as well called You Ain't Crazy. So I'll be uh, dropping some content over there. It's all about raising awareness about this personality disorder so that you know that you're not losing it. What you're feeling is very real. And on this podcast, on my YouTube channel, that's my mission. It's to make sure that I'm doing my due diligence and giving you the encouragement and support that you need so I do my walk and talks and I'm actually looking at these squirrels I'm sorry kind of like chasing each other because ain't nobody got time out here in these streets with squirrels like coming my way all right y'all I'm sorry I do my walk and talks and these squirrels are crazy oh no wait a minute they are chasing each other it's crazy I'm telling you, these things are like some serious animals. It's crazy. They're so bold. They just run from out of wherever. And I'm sorry. They are like in the rodent family. So anyway, um, yeah, back to what I was saying. I just got to kind of like look out for stuff because I'm out here walking and talking. I love to be outside and get my thoughts going so yeah just to put the disclaimer out there I am a certified life coach I'm helping people just uh, navigate through breakups and divorce or should you stay should you leave just giving some tips on that helping you to coach you along the way to help you uh, create your team and follow different processes so that you can have a peaceful um, breakup. I try to keep terms very simple. Just just do it. Dissolve the situationship or relationship in a peaceful manner. There are different things that you can do to make sure that happens. And some are harder than others, but as a coach, that's what I do. So that's that. I'm not a certified, I'm, excuse me, I'm not a psychiatrist, psychologist, therapist, counselor, none of those things. Um, As I stated, I am a certified life coach. I am also a survivor, thriver, who was in a five-year narcissistic relationship. Didn't know it at the time. It took some time for me to really figure out what it was I was dealing with, which is why um, I'm here to help you because it can be very confusing. So, yeah, we're going to Here's another episode to give you some support. And as you can see, I do things in a very informal way. It's unedited. I feel that it's more important to make sure the support and information is coming your way, that you can have something to listen to, have something to relate to, because very often, you know, you can't overwhelm friends and family. They're not equipped to keep dealing with that, and not to mention... They're not going to understand it when you look like you're confused and, well, why are you with them if they did this and why are you not with them? It's just too much. So 
it's best that you definitely stop seeking validation from friends and family and go to those who have really experienced being in a narcissistic relationship. We know what it looks like. We know what it feels like. We know the manipulation that they can do. And unfortunately, when you're talking to someone who really doesn't know, you'll feel gaslit by them as well. So we're going to talk about it. And that's that. Now that this now that the disclaimer is out there, I hope I can get through this video without a lot of wind. If it's too much wind, then I'm going to have to I'm gonna try to talk over it. If it's too much and you can't hear me, then unfortunately I'll have to delete it because I do want you to hear me. Um, maybe I'll let the wind be my background sound. Um, but yeah. So let's talk about it. We're going to talk about today. Again, I'm here to give you the support. And I usually talk about things that either I see questions that are trending um, and respond to them that way. You know, again, on my YouTube channel, feel free to drop in a comment, drop a comment there. If it's something you want to hear about, talk about, speak on, because I'm not the only person who's healed from being in a narcissistic relationship and my business partner on the life coaching side, you know, we can definitely share some experiences and help you and coach you along the way. It's not too much that we haven't experienced. So, or someone I know has experienced it and can kind of help you who survived it, right? People can talk all they want, but if they've never been in it, it's very difficult for them to relate because being in a narcissistic narcissistic relationship is so dangerous it's like something I've never seen before it's ridiculous so okay so today we're still talking about getting through the holidays guys because this is that time of year where it's commercialized you got Christmas you have um, anything similar to it that people may or may not celebrate then you go into the new year then you go into Valentine's Day. So we're going to talk about these things so that hopefully you don't get so hurt and confused and all of that. If you can really start looking at things, and I know traditionally a lot of people are so programmed to feel like at this time of year, you got to be in a relationship. You're supposed to be in a relationship. You hear all the songs. I was listening to my um, playlist and it's like, Gosh, is there, are there any songs that I like that doesn't have, that's always dealing with a relationship? Either someone broke up and they want them back, or um, I like the ones when it's more encouraging, where, you know, you finally decided that you're not going to stay in a toxic relationship anymore. But a lot of the songs, especially this time of year, they talk about being under the mistletoe, being in love what does the lonely what do the lonely do when at christmas time and it's like look at the end of the day december the 25th does not mean you got to be in a relationship it does not mean that you are a loser if you're not in a relationship new year's does not mean that you're a loser if you don't have uh if you're not in a relationship because a lot of people are in relationships that they're just Staying in it just to be in it. It's not like it's healthy. It's not like they're health. They're happy and don't get me wrong There are those that are but guess what guys? It's the nature of the beast. It's like some Some do some don't it doesn't mean that it's not gonna happen So don't force yourself don't get 
And don't even talk about Valentine's Day. That doesn't mean anything. That's a man-made holiday as well. So you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, I got to have a man or a woman on February 14th. You don't have to worry about I got to be in a relationship on December the 25th. Because that's not even what it's about. So you just, there goes, there goes that emotion. Think with logic. Don't think with that feeling. Because the feeling, I feel like I'm supposed to be with somebody. Says who? Says who? You better worry about being, having a peace of mind. That's how I look at it. It's the end of the year. It's been a crazy year. And if the good Lord spares your life, that you live to see a December 25th, a January the 1st, or February 14th, that's a blessing in itself. That's the best gift that you can have. So don't even worry about, do I have a man or do I have a woman? Or sitting up there looking at all of those fake posts that people decide to post all of their their interactions and every piece of their life on social media. A lot of the times that stuff is a facade because people who are in healthy relationships, they ain't got time to be doing all of that because they're, that's why they have a healthy relationship because they're not doing all of that. That's why it's healthy. You know, you don't have to sit there and broadcast your life and show pictures. The narco was in my life. Oh my gosh. He wanted to do that all the time. He had tried to make me feel like something was wrong with me or that I was trying to hide something because I was opposed to it. I don't need you to post that. Well, I posted a picture. I don't see you posting pictures. What? And all of a sudden he stops posting pictures and posts pictures of the, his favorite football team and all that nonsense. Just crazy stuff because they'll get you to do things that they feel like they're doing in a sense, even when the stuff doesn't make sense. Because again, narcs love social media. They got, they need that audience. They need that valid, constant validation, validation. They need it, need it all of the time. So back to what I was saying, don't get caught up in these dates and these holidays. And, you know, even if you're into buying gifts and stuff, it's about the children for real. If you want to go the commercial route, you want to go the real reason for those of us who are Christians is to, to celebrate the birth of Jesus, the gift that he gave to us by giving us a chance to uh, be free of our sins, God's gift to us. So, and they brought gifts to him, but we've commercialized it so much to spend all of this money or feel again, back to the relationship piece of it, feeling like you got to be in a relationship during this time of year. So that feeling that you get when you're feeling vulnerable, that you might be missing the narcissist. I said it before, write down everything that they did to you. Anytime you think, I don't care if you type it in your phone, write it down and ask yourself, do I want to go back to that? Do I want to go back to everything that they did to me that made me feel like I'm, I'm just, I don't want to be with them. And hopefully you don't have that trauma bond where you're excusing the behavior when they're cheating and lying and backstabbing and lying on you and causing confusion. And every time you do one thing, you know, it's like you can't do enough. They want you to do this. They want you to do that. Well, you didn't do this. Like you can't even keep up. You can agree with everything they're saying and they still have a reason to blame you for something. It can be anything. It's literally like they look for something to go wrong. Look for something. And when you're looking for something to go wrong, it's going to go wrong. And they don't handle it the same way. The punishment does not fit the crime with them at all. 
It's not saying that a person who's not a narc is perfect, but in a narcissistic relationship, you cannot be a human being in it. You just can't because they act as if they're not human beings. You know, they're so empty inside and they project that onto you. All of their insecurities and things like that is projected onto you. So your life will be a pure living hell. It's not worth it. So don't feel like, okay, it's the holidays are approaching. Well, you got past Thanksgiving, now Christmas, and you see people. Um, I know that feeling. I've been there before. Thank God I'm not there anymore. Thank God I know that it was just a feeling, you know, because again, when you start out in the relationship, you're being love bombed. You know, you're like their ideal person in their mind. Oh, I found the perfect person. And as soon as something normal happens, it can be how you responded to something. All of a sudden, you're no, you're no longer the ideal person anymore. That part, that part of the, the love bombing is gone. And it's, it's unhealthy anyway, because nobody should put someone on a pedestal. But with a narc, well, what a narc does when they call themselves, that's why it's a personality disorder, they will feel like they are in love or something like that, but their mind is constantly going that it's like they just they will sabotage it. They have no capability of loving you the way that you love them. They love you as, as if they're, you know, your shoe, a new shoe that they bought, a new shirt where the novelty will wear off. You're just an object. And meanwhile, they'll make you feel in the beginning, or even if it's not the beginning, if, they're, if they've discarded you and hoovered you back in, they'll start that process all over again. Well, they'll, they'll make you feel like you're so special. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. Oh, I'm so, I'm so glad we worked it out. They can say all of that stuff. Been there, done that. They can say all of that. What you have to look for is the pattern. The pattern. No one's going to keep doing that. No one's going to, you, you can't be, and I used to say that thing all the time. I'd be like, how in the world am I the greatest thing since sliced bread? You know, you're so happy you have me in your life. You don't care about nothing else, only me. Man, that thing can switch up. I knew, okay, we're going to give it two or four days and I'm back to being the someone that you hate. And even if you're not saying I hate you, you're clearly acting like it, and that's what they will do. They will say one thing and do another. Watch what they do. Watch the pattern. That's all you have to do is look at the pattern, look at the inconsistencies. And that's not healthy, you know? So when you're looking at, should I be alone or do I want that? Do I want peace or do I want chaos? And if you want chaos, you really got to get yourself some therapy because... You know, that sounds like a trauma bond. You might be addicted to the drama, addicted to the pain. And Lord knows, please get yourself some help if you have children. Because then you might end up raising another narcissist because you're not showing up for your children like someone didn't show up for the narc. All of that stuff comes from their childhood, which is why you can't change it, which is why they need consistent therapy by a licensed therapist who understands that behavior, that personality disorder. If they're talking to someone who really doesn't understand narcissism, it's like, to me, it's worse. That's another, another uh, conversation, another topic, another day. But back to giving you the support that you need, guys. 
and we'll round it up. But don't allow yourself to get so consumed with your emotions because of the holidays. Hearing the songs, you're going to probably feel sad, cry. But if you can think about what are you crying over? Am I crying because I really miss the treatment that they did? Or are you crying over the fake person that they showed you that they were? Because I can't say it enough. You are probably feeling nine times out of ten. You're thinking about what you once had with them. And unfortunately, that was not real. It will never happen again. So don't buy into it because you're, if you're with a real narcissist, a true narcissist, you're going to see, and if I sound like I'm out of breath because I walked up a hill, but you are going to see the, uh, you'll see the patterns. Wait a minute. Here goes Dagon Squirrel again. Go on. Go on. So anyway, yeah, you're going to, um, you're going to see it. You know, they were not real. When was the last time you, they made you feel that way? And you'll be thinking like you can get back to that space. And again, this is not gender specific. It can be male or female. Um, you'll be thinking, let's work hard. Let's get back to where we were. We can do it. No, you can't. You can do it if you're healthy and you're not a narc. But a narcissist cannot do that without putting. It, it doesn't even make sense. Because you can say without putting in the work. The likelihood of them staying in therapy for four years straight is very slim. That ain't happening. When they're addicted to social media, when they're addicted to drama, they are addicted to uh, pain. They don't know what real love feels like. You know, they're always sabotaging something because they don't feel worthy of being loved. So they're going to just go to the next person and the next person, which is why they can hurt you. People who are healthy minded and love themselves and feel great in the inside, you're not trying to go around to hurt people. You have empathy. Narcissists don't know how to show empathy. They'll, they can fake it. Anybody can fake something. Man, they should get an Oscar. They are good actors and actresses. Don't feed into it. Look at the pattern. Look at the, uh, where they're consistent at. And understand when you're having that feeling, don't think with your, or don't act on your emotions. Think with your brain. Think with logic. Move with logic. Understanding of what you've gone through. And don't allow a gift or some tears to lure you back in. Don't do that. If you don't have any assets or children together, you go no contact, which is why you have to go no contact. I had to do the same thing because I knew I'm an empathetic person so and a caring, loving person, which is why I was able to stay in it as long as I did, which was five years, because I feel for, I feel other people, you know? I feel sad for them if I feel like it's something that they're battling. And when I saw mine battling like alcohol addiction and this whole personality disorder and some of the things that was shared with me that, you know, happened when he was a kid, such as not being able to say I love you or something like that. Just certain things that I felt, you know, parents splitting and your one parent going kind of like committing adultery on the other parent for years and living with the other lady but your mom is left without that's traumatic you know to have a father to leave and live with somebody else meanwhile your mom is left raising the kids and he comes in whenever he chooses to for years 
way up until your late 70s that's and, and stole it with the person today that's traumatic for a child to to mistreat for the for two parents who's supposed to love each other and raise these kids together and act like they're in a relationship where one just leaves and you know he has a mistress but still married it's like that's dysfunctional that is dysfunctional so because of that because of that and the child is being raised that's what they're learning then they're taught you don't say i love you you can't say i love you he wasn't able to say i love you as a child you couldn't tell your mother you loved her you couldn't tell your siblings you loved them you couldn't say i love you in a, in a household that's traumatizing for a child so i get where the narcissism could have taken place where it could have taken place for sure so not to dwell on that it's just to drop that in wait a minute guys So, yeah, I'm back. So, anyway, um, yeah. So, not to dwell on that, but it's just one of those things where, again, I'll talk about it on some other episodes where narcissistic, t- uh, that whole thing takes place, that personality disorder kind of takes place in a person's childhood, you know, where parents aren't showing up for the kids. And as the child is developing, that personality is de- being developed, it's going in the direction that they're being raised in so unfortunately that follows them that personality follows them way into adult life and you wonder why they're chronic cheaters serial cheaters and liars and manipulators and con artists and somewhere along the lines the ball drop and it's not to shame the person but it's also not to give them an excuse to mistreat other people and get into people's lives so again this is not about being mean back to them this is about your healing that's what my channel and my podcast is about is that you really understand what it is you're going through take the time to do the research you know so that you can understand the personality because i can talk until i'm blue but you're really not going to get it until you really understand what this personality disorder looks like and check the boxes if you know it's something that you're going through you cannot sit there and wait for a therapist to diagnose them because that's going to be far in between for them to get in there and, and not manipulate because they're naturally blame shifters anything you say they did they're going to say you did it so that's another tip like don't say anything if somebody's going to give them therapy or something like that or y'all go in it together let them say what's wrong with you because if you go and say what's wrong with if you say what's wrong with your problems that you have with them they're going to turn it around and say the same it's like they're just copycats that's all they are copycats I used to ask mine, I'm like, what are you, a damn parrot or something? Like, you repeat everything I say. What was the problem before I opened up my mouth? If you had an issue with me, why didn't you bring it up? What was the problem? Please, tell me. Couldn't say anything. But as soon as I say something like, okay, you give me the solid treatment, you you go off, you never let the punishment fit the crime, you know, you shift, your personality shifts. One moment you're happy, the next moment, you know, you're irritated. It's like the least little thing irritates you. I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. Honey, he turned that thing around. The same with me. I feel like I'm walking on eggshells around you. I feel like, you know, they could say you're a narcissist. If you say they're a narcissist, so don't do that. Don't go telling them all the issues you have because they're only going to turn around and say they have it with you. Don't even say it. So back to one of the episodes I released was silence is your best defense. You can't say stuff around them. You can't, you're gonna walk on eggshells. 
you know, who wants to live like that? So back to these the holidays, if you can think of all of the crap that you're going through and to be able to not have that and have a peace of mind, honey, let yourself go through the grieving process from the loss of the relationship that was a fake in the first place. It was a fraud, a fraudulent relationship because you, that person who they acted like they were wasn't, was just an act. That's not how they really felt. You know, they did that to get you where they wanted you. They get it. They do it to even get outside people, your family and friends to trust them. So when they go dragging you, they can make you look like the crazy person because you were on the same bandwagon with them, making them look good and the love bombing phase. You made them look good. They made themselves look good by being so loving and caring and towards you, towards your family members. They did all of that. Those who got that far into the love bombing, it depends on how hard of a supply you were. Some, sometimes they got to work a little harder to isolate you. Mine had to work hard to isolate me. And once they get you to where, to making you feel like everybody's against you or you shouldn't hang around this person or you shouldn't talk to that person whether it's your friends whether it's your family they'll tell you that and try to bridge that gap between y'all and then turn around and go to the same people that they bridge the gap between go to those same people and be friends and talk about you so now they can triangulate you you know so it's just it's just a very toxic situation that you gotta ask yourself do i really miss that do i really miss all of that drama and you don't. Your, your emotion might say that, so cry. If you want to cry, cry. You know, I encourage you to exercise, you know, meditate, walk, talk. You know, don't, don't hold it in. I encourage you not to do it around your children, though. Don't go sobbing and stuff like that, talking about the narc around your children. Do that stuff in private, and for sure, do not do it around the narcissist. Don't give them that energy to even think that they have that power over you, that they're breaking you because that's what they want. That's what they want. And if you're not out of it yet, you're going to have to be tough and not show those tears around them because that's what they want to see. So don't do that. It's like a rush. You know, they're the very person who's causing the tears. And meanwhile, they want to tell you it's going to be okay. It's all a fake. It doesn't even make sense. You're not crazy. It doesn't make sense, guys. So... I am going to leave you with this as I encourage you and give you support while you're going through your healing and getting to that point of being healthy and smiling again, for real, for real, without the pain, because it gets better. But you got to trust the process. You have got to trust the process. Do not let December 25th or December and January 1st and February 14th give you any setbacks on your journey. Allow yourself to feel the pain because, again, you can't fault yourself for falling for someone. No one's going to think that a fake person is doing all of that. I didn't think that. But once I saw the inconsistencies, with the pa a pattern of inconsistencies, I was smart enough to say, hmm, something's off. So I began to do my research, which is why I say education is your key and stop talking, stop yelling, stop arguing because you can't hear your thoughts when you're doing that. So it's not even worth it. Put the focus into yourself. Every time you feel like you're missing them, dig a little harder. Listen to content. Whenever you feel like you're missing them, listen to content with people giving you support and letting you know that you're not crazy, giving you validation. Check out mental illness, 
He's a diagnosed, a diagnosed narcissist. Check out his website or a podcast. Check out the T on MPD. Um, she gives a lot of information. And these are reputable sources that I've listened to that helped me. Check out Dr. Romani. She's a psychologist. She gives a lot of online content. You can check out her YouTube channel. I think it's Dr. R-A-M. R-A-M is a Mary A and is a Nancy A. Dr. I'm sorry, R-A-M-A-N-I. Dr. Romani. She's very, very good. She's a psychologist and can answer. You will see topics on any subject that you can think of. So every time you're feeling like you want to give in, you want to go back, those are just your emotions and you got to work through it and trust the process. Just think of all the thoughts that you have on a regular basis that you don't act on. We have a lot of thoughts that we know intelligently we don't act on them or to be a problem. So you got to do it the same way. That emotion you're feeling is just a feeling. It's not logical. It's not logical to want to go back to the burning house that burnt you. It's not logical to want to go back to the dumpster and get the trash that you discarded or they discarded you like you were trash. It's not logical to want that again. So I say to you, when you are having those crazy feelings of thinking to even want to re-enter into a toxic relationship that tore you down or is tearing you down and is weighing you down and is stealing your identity, you know that's not what you want. So I say to you, trust the process, get back on your healing journey or stay on your healing journey and I will continue to drop content giving you support and encouragement as you get to that finish line of healing and get to that point where you're not going to even think about or care about what the narcissist is doing, what they're not doing, who they're with, who they're not with. You're going to be like from my hands to the next. Let them have all of the other supply that they want. They'll figure it out. So peace and blessings to you. Your girl Rachel Real is out. And if the wind took over, I apologize. I was trying to talk a a little louder it doesn't seem like it's too windy out here though so hopefully when i listen back this content this bit i mean this uh recording comes out clear so that you can uh get the content all right your girl rachel real is out peace and blessings to you love you fam bye